Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Thank you to our sponsor, Helix Managed WordPress Hosting, for both their sponsorship and hosting our site, WPCoffeeTalk.com. Now on to our episode. Welcome to the next edition of with my hair all messed up. Welcome to the next edition of WP Coffee Talk, where I always keep it real, fake or funny hair or not. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but uh, some people know I have a blog called The Daily Bedhead. Oh, where I, I actually take a picture of what my hair looks like in the morning. And then it's always about keeping it real because it doesn't get any more real than bedhead. So I'm okay with the straight <laughs> hair now and then. But anyway, this, we're here for WP Coffee Talk tonight. So um, I'd like to introduce my guest, Emily Hunkler. Now, Emily, you and I met at WordCamp US last year in yes. Nashville, Tennessee. And I was one of the crazy people at the gift table. There were three women in my group that year. We all got tattoos. Yeah. I, I always when I'm trying to show it to somebody, it always looks a little weird. But I have to get it sideways, yeah. <laughs> the gift tattoo. And everybody kept coming up to us and going, are they real? Did you, did you really do that? You guys are nuts. But yeah, I, I think I, it actually helped bring more traffic to that area. The, <laughs> the you're <hall>. welcome. <laughs> I know you guys were giving away cool stuff. I have one of your little squeezy toys. Oh, that's guys- fantastic. Yeah, mine didn't survive. I have I have one as well, but um, my daughter, not dog, my daughter chewed off the arm. Oh. So. Yeah, that can happen. It, Those happens. Are yeah. it does happen. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, yeah, so I am Emily, as you said. I am the marketing coordinator with GoWP. Um, which is the white label WordPress maintenance and support company that most people in the WordPress industry know, I think. Um, and I've been there under a year still, but coming up on a year now. So I do all things marketing for them. Um, and we're a pretty small team, so there's a lot that falls on my plate, and that's fun. Um, and then apart from that, I'm a, I'm a mom. So I've got two little girls, a two-and-a-half-year-old and a almost four-month-old at home here. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much my life. That's a lot right now for me. So <laughs> you definitely have a lot on your plate, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> but that's what makes life fun. Exactly. It would be, it would be boring any other way, right? It certainly would. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So let me see what mug you chose to show us today. Uh, it looks pretty plain and boring from the looks of it, but there's a story behind it. So So I live before moving here, I'm in um, Woodstock, Georgia is where I'm located. And before I'm originally from Ohio, uh, before moving to Woodstock, I had lived in Barcelona, Spain for six years. Um, My husband's from there. And this cup I actually bought just before moving back here. Um, around the corner from where we live, there's like a little, I don't know what you call it, like a curiosity shop, maybe. <laughs> um, and it's one of those kind of enamel tin style. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I just, I had, I had been eyeing them forever and not that it was like anything extravagant. I mean, it's a little tin mug, but I bought it just, just the day before leaving. So that was my, kind of my last Barcelona purchase and it made oh, it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Now, does coffee stay hot in that, or does it go cold pretty Yeah, fast? and that's the thing. It's not the most uh, functional. I guess coffee does stay hot, but so does the handle. So okay. <laughs> so it all gets very hot. And I drink it fast enough that I don't have to worry about it cooling down too much. So okay. I actually have cold coffee in it right now. So Oh, okay. I have a brand new mug. One of my coworkers was in Boston last weekend. Oh, nice. And he brought me back a nice mug from Boston. It's got 
Boston on one side and all kinds of different very you know, cool yeah different things that different buildings from around the Boston area and I'm drinking coffee as well so it is after five o'clock and I will probably be up late but I've got to <laughs> drive I have to drive to Ottawa Canada tomorrow for WordCamp oh, wow. Ottawa so and I still have to do laundry and pack and so maybe Sweet. a little coffee. Yeah. I do kind of need the coffee that's right <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how did you get started with WordPress so I got started with WordPress um, with my current job, I would say. Now, I did have my own WordPress website that I created back in 2011. So I guess that was my official start with WordPress. Um, and it was a travel site I did. Um, it was traveling the Central America, Mexico, Yucatan Peninsula, all the way down to Panama on a $20 a day budget. So... Wow. Yeah, so I did that for and kept up with that for a couple of years and got to learn how to kind of create a website, I guess, um, it, within WordPress doing that. Um, but in terms of getting involved in the WordPress community, that didn't happen until just now with my job with uh, GoWP. Oh, that's cool. So does that, I like, uh, back to the travel blog part, we'll yeah. talk about your job in a little while. <laughs> $20 a day, that's phenomenal. So were you like camping or were you hostels or how did you do I it? I did do a little bit of camping, mostly hostels though. Um, so it was always, my rule of thumb was always um, hostels have to be 50% or less of that daily budget. So the hostels had to be $10 or under, which in that region, it's feasible, you can do it. Um, and, and the hostels, because it's such a big backpackers destination, like there's pretty good competition in terms of hostels. So you can get a decent place to sleep. I mean, you're not like sleeping on cockroaches and things like that. So yeah, it was, it was fun. I mean, I did that for a couple of years, traveling for a couple months down there, coming back and working, going back and traveling. Um, when I had less responsibilities in life. So. <laughs> when there were no kids tagging along. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to guess that you speak Spanish then. If you were doing all this travel and you were in Spain for so long, my guess is you speak Spanish pretty well. I do speak Spanish pretty well. Um, at the moment, I would say I speak Catalan better than Spanish. My husband's family, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with that in the, that region of Spain, they speak Catalan. Um, and his family is very Catalan, like culturally, they're proud Catalans. And so once I started, we started dating and I started getting to know his family, I realized that my Spanish wasn't going to get me very far with, <laughs> with them. So they're in Barcelona, they actually offer kind of free courses because they like to encourage um, like the cultural adoption of that area for people who move there. Um, so I took some classes and then living there and being with our friends and, and his family there, I was practicing Catalan a lot more. So my Spanish kind of went down and Catalan <laughs> went up, but, but I'm trying to, trying to keep up my Spanish as well. So. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's fantastic. It's, I'm not bilingual and I really wish I was. I've taken all kinds of like French classes and sign language and I can get by, I can order food and find a bathroom. So yeah, that's what's important. And just trying makes all the difference right. in the world. Yeah, so, for sure. Fine. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. I love that story. That's is the is the blog still up, or is it all deprecated it is still now? Up. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I don't. The prices are not up to date, so it actually it's styled to kind of be like a guide for other people who mm -hmm. want to do it for backpackers and stuff. So it's yeah, it's bordertramp.com. Um, it's still up. 
but it's not up to date. So no oh, that's problem. cool. Well, I might have to go take, um, well, I'm not going to backpack, so we're safe there. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, if I'm you want to know how to get uh, like all the way from, you know, east to west Guatemala for $2, you could do it. It'll take you three days, but you know. <laughs> hop on those what they they call them like the chicken buses I guess so yeah the chicken buses oh my goodness this is something that you need to tell these stories on reddit because reddit would go nuts for this stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I love it um so let's let's jump uh, into some of our other questions I might come back to this later though because this is sure. fascinating. <laughs> um when you think about wordpress websites and now I know you're doing marketing and so you're not necessarily on the um support side of things, but you still see a lot of websites because you're talking to customers all the time. Um, are you working most with agencies or are you working more with um, end users or both? Um, mostly with agencies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you still see a ton of websites. Yes. When you think about the websites that you see, what do you think is something that people are skipping too much or not focusing enough on that would make websites better? Um, for me, something that always it always comes back around to, and maybe it's because my experience is there a little bit as well, because I have a kind of history in um, working mostly in like content, so content marketing, but also just content um, copywriting and that sort of stuff as well in the past is the UX. So making sure that the copy that people are reading, what people are reading is actually communicative of what's happening on the site you know so a lot of times we put buttons that don't really communicate what that button is going to do or um you know setting the expectations for the site and for the user so i think that's something that i always i'm always thinking about when i'm looking at a website mm -hmm. no i think that's really important too absolutely I, I love that every person i talk to has a different focus and they're all really important stuff what it really comes down to is there's nothing unimportant about your website you really yeah. do need to pay attention to everything and try to get as much of it right as possible. Mm -hmm. And it takes a little while sometimes, especially if you're new, to it kind of tackle everything. Yeah. And, and when you're building a site all by yourself and it's your own site for a business or something, you're less likely to get it all right the first time than when you're an agency, even if you're a freelancer, who's now used to the soup to nuts of it all. Yeah, so, but, and, and doing that like user testing, I guess, too, you know, even mm -hmm. as, in, and you can do it super informal, like have your, your brother test your site, you know, or just anybody yeah. who's not you, like go through this and tell, like write everything down, tell me what mm -hmm. your impressions are, what didn't make sense, what does make sense, that sort of thing. Yeah, well that's great advice actually, for sure, to have somebody who's not familiar with everything. Yeah. And be, be like, you know, I, I, I did this, but and I was expecting this to happen, but that didn't happen, like, it's, and yeah. a lot of times people will be like, it's no big deal, like I get it, but it's like, no, that is a big deal, like I'm glad you said that, let's take a right. look. Yeah, because yeah. I can always make it better. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yep. Oh, that's great. I love that. What's something that you wish you had known when you started working with WordPress that you've learned since that might have made life a little bit easier? Hmm. I would say um, in this, yeah, it would be the easy, like, it's so easy, right? And it's so, um, I think, user-friendly. And, and maybe that's because I had that, that, experience of building my own. So I had a little bit of familiarity with it. Um, but I think just also sometimes it's too easy. For example, um, uh, we were making some edits on the GoWP site and we had, a, we were doing it in a staging environment so that I could make all the changes, make sure everything works, do it all right. And then, you know, load it up. Um, but during that time, I 
didn't communicate to everybody about that, changes were being made on the live site. So, <laughs> so we had, I had um, created a beautiful page on the live site that when we uploaded the stuff that I changed in the staging site, it just all got erased. And then figuring out, um, you know, luckily we have, we are a team of WordPress support engineers. So it was an easy fix, not a big deal, but just making sure that I'm thinking of everything and, and have all my bases covered when I'm doing all of these seemingly very simple things. Yeah, I'm always telling people it's easier to try to do it right the first time than to fix it afterwards. Yeah, that's true. You know, especially, <laughs> especially when it comes to um, accessibility. If you put all your alt tags in when you're uploading your images, then you don't have to worry about going back and retrofitting them afterwards, for example. So Yeah, that's totally, that's a really good point, yeah. Yeah, and that's something I learned the long way, too. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say the hard way. I'll say the long way. It took a little The long while. way, because then you have to go back and find all of them and redo it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've been this route before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know. Do you, t do you attend a lot of WordCamps? So I, my first one was WordCamp US. That was Ooh, just, a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, and it was right, I think right after I started, we sponsored WordCamp um, Asheville. However, I did not make it to that one. Mm -hmm. um, but then I did WordCamp US. And then WordCamp Atlanta was just seven weeks after my, my daughter was born this year. So I did go um, with oh, her. Hi on me <laughs> um but i wasn't i wasn't able to do the full we we were sponsors there and brad um our, my boss he's uh, one of the co-organizers of it and everything so so we were like a big presence there so i wish i could have been a little bit more involved but i was also with a seven week old so <laughs> so i'm looking forward to going to more in the future though for sure oh good yeah uh, have you um but have you ever attended meetups and things like that too Meetups for sure. So here in the Atlanta area, we have, it's a pretty unique kind of WordPress uh, environment because we have, I think more than or, or definitely 14 meetups just right here. Wow. So we have a lot and a couple of them are like, you know, within 20 minutes of, of me. So, so yeah, I try to go to those as, much as, as many as possible. Went to one this week. Um, Kathy Bruins. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. She's I do know Kathy. Yep. Yep. So I went to hers this week. Um, I've got one about five minutes away in Woodstock that I try to get to. So I've got them on my calendar and whenever I see that they're there, if I can get some work done, then I try and head out over. Oh, nice. So, yeah. It's always nice to touch base with the community for sure. Be it part is, of that. Yeah. Really but when you, here, when you, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say in here, like in this area, it's been, a, you know, like a blessing just having so many of them right here for somebody who's new to the community. It's been awesome. Absolutely. I think that's one of the um, benefits of living toward a city or in a city area is that usually yeah. there's a WordCamp somewhere around. It's when you're out in the sticks, it's kind of harder to find one. Which, so I was just up in Ohio um, visiting my parents for the last five weeks, I think. Um, and that's in Athens, Ohio, Southeast Ohio, tiny town, like nothing around. It's a little over an hour and a half from Columbus, which is the largest city there. And there was a WordPress meetup that I went to there. I mean, there were five of us there, but we, I went, it was, uh, I think it's organized by a, uh, WordPress happiness engineer. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but, but yeah, in that meetup, they were meeting with the Columbus WordPress group planning Columbus WordCamp, which I guess they will be having this year. So hopefully oh, I'll make it up cool. to that one too. <laughs> there you go. That'd be awesome for sure. Yeah. Well, that's cool. When you think of the meetups you've been to and the WordCamps that you have been to, 
is there any like moment that just kind of stands out to you as something that was kind of inspirational or kind of a pivotal moment for you? Something that just really stood out? Yeah, definitely. So moving, I mean, this is kind of a bigger picture than one specific moment, I think, mm -hmm. but for me, that's kind of how it was. So before moving here from Barcelona, I was kind of looking, I worked in the tech um, industry over there working for some startups and stuff. And so I was kind of trying to touch base with people here. We moved here for my, my husband's work. So I was trying to, you know, touch base with some, some of the people here, seeing what the job field was like, job market. Um, and I got in touch with Mickey Mellon, who has an agency here in, in Marietta and said, Hey, I'm Emily, you know, sent my, sent my resume and said, you know, I'm, I'm coming over. Can, who should I talk to? You know, like what, what's going on? What, what happens in this area? I like to get involved. What's going on? And he sent me the, he's like, you need to go to this meetup, check it out. You'll meet people. It'll be great. And that was, um, a meet, uh, it was, I think it was the brighter web meetup. It might've been the WordPress meetup though, but there's where I met Kathy for the first time. So it was just after like landing touchdown in the Atlanta area. I meet Kathy, she comes and tells me, you know, straight out, I'm the person you need to, you need to know. <laughs> um, She's so really pretty, shy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my name's Kathy Duran and I'm the one you need to know. I don't know if she remembers this, but it like, you know, is burned in my memory. So for sure. I love it. Yeah. And then I, it just, you know, hit me then like, these are the things I need to be going to. This is how I'm going to network, meet people, find jobs, whatever. And, that, and, and that's how it worked out. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, now Kathy's on the U.S. team this year, right? WordCamp yep. U.S. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I am too, so I've been oh, awesome. interfacing with her a little bit. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. And we follow each other and remark on each other's Twitter things, of course. Twitter yeah. was down for an hour today. Oh my gosh, I saw that. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I think <laughs> there are people Facebook who were shaking. Instagram were down last week and now Twitter's down. <laughs> Normally, know, Twitter's like, steadfast. Hmm. Uh, Loyal I know. Media, no? <laughs> so, Twitter's Facebook page, people were posting on it like, why am I coming to Facebook yeah. to find out if Twitter's there? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> this is so backward. <laughs> so funny. Well, when you're in marketing, like you are and like I do some, Twitter is something you pay a lot of attention to, especially in technology. Yeah, I mean, I, for sure. I mean, we post on Facebook too, and I'm sure you post on Facebook and we post on Instagram and, you know, we're in these other, we're in these other markets as well, but for tech, it really seems like Twitter is the place to be. And that's how you found out about um, this podcast, for example. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. So when Twitter goes down, it's like, I think marketing people all over the world start to like shake, like, oh my they gosh, do. what are we going to yeah, do? Like updating the feed, updating the feed, updating the feed. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is it just me? And like you go to Facebook right? and you're like, is everybody else having problems? Or does yep. Twitter just hate me? <laughs> Whereas before when it's Facebook or Instagram down, you go to Twitter and you say, you see the trending Facebook, Instagram down. It's like, oh, okay, perfect. Yep. I know. Exactly. No. Slack was down, I think it was last fall, for almost half a day. On mobile, it was fine, but on the desktop version, you couldn't use Slack at all. Oh, and I didn't we, that. we use Slack, like, nonstop, you know, because we're a distributed company, too. Right. And it was like, everybody's going crazy. It's like, we're, we, we started a Facebook um, group chat. Group, group yeah. chat, just to kind of stay in. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see that way. We use Slack a lot too. I must have not been needing to talk to anybody during that time. <laughs> you must have been. Maybe you were on maternity leave. I don't remember maybe, exactly yeah. what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might have been this year. I don't recall. So tell me a little bit more about what GoWP does and what you do with it and how people, especially agencies, might be able to use you guys. 
Yeah, so we are a white label WordPress maintenance and support um, service. Uh, we work with agencies primarily. Um, we do have some business owners as well, but primarily we work with agencies and we, you know, really help them succeed is kind of what we like to, what we like to do. So it's these agencies that they're, they need, they have a lot on their plate, right? They're designing, they're doing all this stuff and maintenance and support just eat up their time. I was talking with, um, I'm not sure if you know, Kronda Adair, she's a, she has Carvel Digital. So I was talking with her uh, a couple weeks ago working on a case study for us. And, and what she said is basically before she had GoWP, before she had outsourced the, the maintenance and support and all that, before she was doing that, she hadn't taken a vacation. She was constantly having to drop everything, all of her kind of long goal work, long tail stuff, and, mm -hmm. and do these maintenance and support tasks. So, so yeah, we, we help people like her take that off their plate so they can do their good work while we take care of, you know, the smaller things that are also very important to their customers. Like, hey, my site's down. Who can fix it? And right. we can do that for them. So, so that's going to be key. And what I do for them is the marketing. So we are, we've really kicked it up with our webinars, for example. So that's something we've been working hard on. Um, and we've got one up coming up next week. I'm not sure when this is airing, but coming up July 16th or we had it July 16th. <laughs> um, so we've got that working on doing those, um, just doing a lot of kind of material to help both our customers and our potential customers. So people who subscribe who aren't necessarily our customers, we still want to help them and give them valuable content and, and all of that as well. Oh, that's great. So I was a freelancer for five years mm -hmm. and I was managing at one point I was managing about, I built 300 sites over the oh, course wow. of five years, but some of them were just like one pagers or whatever. So, I mean, it sounds more impressive than it really was, but <laughs> it was, it was a lot of work. But at one point I was managing about 80 websites at a time and I was that person. I thought I couldn't take a vacation mm -hmm. and I would, I found another freelancer to like cover for me while I was on vacation so I could actually take a vacation. So my daughter who is an adult was, um, your daughters are children. My daughter is 27. <laughs> She's a, recently engaged as a matter of fact. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> She'll still be engaged when this comes out because she's not getting married till next year. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But uh, she was going through my email on a daily basis, and then she would forward anything over to oh, wow. the other freelancer in case there was something that needed to be done. He had all my passwords, all my logins, so that I could actually take a vacation. I actually turned off my email on my phone, so I wouldn't be tempted. For a full week, I was in the Dominican Republic. It's amazing that you were able to do that, though. That's great, because, I mean, I know. that's a hard thing to disconnect from. It is. As a result of that, I actually, I wrote a book last year and published it called A Good Firm Handshake and Other Essential Business Tips. And the last, I think it's the last chapter is why entrepreneurs and business managers need to take vacations because we really do. We need to recharge our batteries. So I, I had to, you know, practice what I preached. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's so true though. And, and the cool thing about this, and when I was talking with Kronda, because, you know, doing these case studies, it's been a great reminder for me about you know why it is we, why we do what we do and like our slogan is creating happiness we create happiness and and since I don't interact daily with customers I don't see it all the time but when I do get that chance to go one-on-one -on -one with our customers I see like we are doing a, a great thing here because because yeah they're able to say like I have a team of people who are going to do all of these things for you and your website and it's not just them handling everything behind the scenes so exactly yeah. 
makes a big difference for sure. Sure does. Yeah. I can't, ima- I can't yes, imagine like the, the situation you just explained. It would be too much stress for me. I say <laughs> it really is. It really is a lot of stress. And even now that I don't work for myself, I'm still, now I have people that work under me at give and I'm always like, I'm on vacation, but I should just check Slack and see if they need me. And yeah. then I'm like, no, no, no. There's other people that work there too that can answer their questions. So yeah, yeah being able to, to do that is, is important. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy though. You're right. We're, we're, if, if you're the kind of person who likes being manager, likes being a freelancer, it's hard to let go of those things. It is definitely. And, and yeah, just being able to say like, I think the mindset of a freelancer is always like, I can do it all. I can do it all. I, I work for myself. I'm a one man team, one woman team, you know, I can do, right. I can do everything, but it's like, yeah, you can, but you don't have to like, right. <laughs> you can, and you, you can bring some people in to help you out. And you might be happier if you didn't yeah, do it all. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The first thing, the first thing I tried to outsource was billing. Cause I was like, I do not want to be the person who designs the site and then says, by the way, you owe me money. Yeah. Or even worse, by the way, you're late on your payment, right? So but yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. I wanted to be the happy face of the company. <laughs> <So>. Smart. <laughs> Didn't always work out that way, but I tried anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's move into our, what I call the rapid fire questions. Fun. Okay. You can take as much time as you need to answer them, of course. Okay. If you were to uh, talk to somebody who's building their first site, what are two or three plugins that you would recommend that they use and why? Okay. So this one's a little tricky for me because I don't design sites. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I, gosh, I just, I don't know. I'm trying to think about the plugins that I use uh, from the marketing side. So things like Yoast, if you're interested in, you know, SEO, which I can't see why you would not be um, if you want, if you're building a site. Um, So that's a big one. And, um, uh, shoot, I had it and now I forget, but there's, there's another, what is that one that we're using? Um, blog promo, is that what it's called? I think, um, kind of where you can put those, if you're into content marketing, that sort of thing, you can put the, the short code boxes into your blog saying, you know, to help redirect the traffic on your blog. Cause a lot of times you're getting people to come to your blog. If you're doing content marketing, you're bringing all these people in, bringing all these people in with organic, um, organic SEO, but they're not leaving your blog, you know, and unless you have just a blog, which is great, that's exactly what you want. But if you have a blog as a means to, to increase business, then Mm -hmm. redirecting them over to the rest of your site. So you can do that with those short code boxes, but I think it's called blog promo. Um, but I can't remember exactly. So those would be my two big ones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. I'll have to look that one up. I haven't investigated that one before. So yeah. Yeah, So just being able to put those in there to, to make sure you're, your blog is serving you best, I guess. Yeah. So those are both really good for content marketing then. Yeah, definitely. I love Yoast. Um, I, I especially like the fact that there's, you know, the um, social sharing aspect of it. So you can upload exactly what you want to see. Yeah, exactly. Facebook and, you know, um, Twitter and things like that. So. Yep. And making sure that you're doing that because it's, it's not hidden, but you have to kind of find it in there and make sure right. sometimes, you know, you share something on Twitter or whatever. You're like, well, I didn't want it to look like that. Or, you know, or maybe you have an old, if it's a cloned page or something, you have an old image in there and that old image is showing. It's like, whoops, that's not right. So exactly. Sure updating those things. Yeah. 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 Um, I just, I discovered with, uh, with the WP coffee talk website that even if I put in 
the um, social sharing aspect that, you know, the, the, the little brief paragraph that I wanted to show, it wasn't working for Twitter. It was taking the bullet points underneath uh, ah. the thing. So I had to use uh, the, uh, I forgot what it's called, though, the little snippet, the, the preview or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and once I put it there and re, um, you know, we saved it, then it was posted to Twitter the way it was supposed to. So yeah, some of it's just experimenting for yes, sure. A lot of it is. Yeah. And then also making <laughs> sure learn, that you're learning and remembering and then mm -hmm. yeah. And, and going using the Facebook tools for developers that allow you to scrape for new information so mm -hmm. that you're actually seeing what you want to see and not what just your website passion, thinks yeah. it should. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so there's a lot to it. People aren't necessarily aware of, but. And even knowing that any of these things exist so that you exactly. can, <laughs> so that you can use them. Yeah, that's right. So anybody who's listening, who's only hearing this for the first time message us, we will set yeah. you in the right <laughs> Absolutely. At any point in your WordPress journey or your work journey here at GoWP, have you had a mentor and who was it? Um, that one, I would have to say, uh, Brad Morrison, my boss. So, mm -hmm. um, he is, definitely a big time WordPress community guy. Um, of course he has GoWP and he's been great. It's been really wonderful working with him. Um, and something that he always reiterates and, and he makes sure that I know because I am a lot of times the voice of our company, whether it's on social media, but, or marketing efforts or whatever, is that, um, you know, it's because of WordPress that we exist. So we need to you know, pay our dues or whatever. We need to understand that WordPress is a community. WordPress is people. Um, and people really care about that. The people who do create WordPress and are constantly helping to improve it, they, they care and they notice when people are, are pitching in, helping out or when they're not, you know? So, mm -hmm. so he's, he's a big time. He's, you know, the co-organizer at WordCamp Atlanta. He always wants to help um, sponsor at the WordCamps we have in our region. And, and, you know, it's not because it brings in business for us because a lot of times it doesn't but it helps and maybe in the long term, maybe it does because it gets our name out there and that sort of thing, but it's not, you know, a direct kind of ROI for us, but, but it's fun. People enjoy us. People like we try to make things fun. We try to get involved. And so, so yeah, he's the one that who encouraged me to come on here with you and, and get more involved in the WordPress community as well. So, so definitely it would have to be him. I'd say. That's awesome. He sounds like a great guy. I mean, I know I met him briefly, I think, at US, right? Yeah, you, I mean, you must have. We were right there, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a little whirlwind. And I, because, because, I can't, I, because I have some mobility issues and I sit the whole time, yeah. I felt like, and we were at those tall tables. Oh my gosh, I know, yeah. <laughs> I really felt, you remember when you were a kid and your mom took you with, with her to the bank? Yeah. And like the... the yeah, the counters are so high at a bank, right? And you yes. never could see over, and you're yeah. like, "That's how it felt at WordCamp US." So I totally get it because that's the. I mean, I was pregnant there, so I was wanting to sit a lot as well. So, yeah. but those tables made it difficult. Yeah, yeah, they did. So, being on the team this year, I'm actually writing an article um, on uh, what kinds of things we have for people with disabilities, and how Smart. can you know that that you're gonna feel. Um, wanted and included at WordCamp US this year. So I'm oh, doing a little, awesome. little research on that. And I'm hoping that the tables aren't too tall for the person who's actually writing the article. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> double, um, double motivation there, right? Like, exactly. Also, right. Yeah, remember me? I'm putting all this yeah. time in for free. <laughs> 
Um, okay, back to the questions. <laughs> I get off. I get off on tangents all the time, especially when I'm having fun talking. <laughs> Who's somebody that you admire in the WordPress community, and why? Now you can't say Brad again. You have to pick somebody. Okay, else. for that one, um, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll do Kathy Druin. I think so. Um, I'm not like super close with her, with her, um, but I see her often. So um, it might surprise her if she watches this and says, oh, I know that. <laughs> but she is, you know, pretty prolific around here when it comes to WordPress. Uh, so I definitely admire her. Um, you know, maybe she's not the uh, like typical person you'd expect to be involved with something like this, but she is, you know, guns blazing all in all the time. Um, and, I just love, I love her attitude. I love how she tackles things, how she speaks to groups. We had a, the meetup this week, for example, was um, pure Kathy and it was great. We have a new person on our team right now when I went to the meetup with her to kind of expose her to the, the WordPress meetups around here. And she was just like, is this what it's always like? I'm like, this is what Kathy's always like. <laughs> this is not what all of the meetups are always like, but, but it was a great representation of her, you know, her method of getting everybody involved. We were a room of about, I'd like to say, I think we were more than 30 people in there at this meetup and she wow. knew everyone's name, wow. named them all, like went down the line, row by row, named everybody. So, so yeah. <laughs> she's definitely a go-getter. She's a yeah, dynamo she for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've met, if I've met her face to face, it was like, in passing at a big word camp, but um, being on the same team with her this year, I'm really looking forward to a big yeah. hug because, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's great, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Um, what's something that you would like to work, to learn in, about WordPress that you haven't tackled yet? Um, I, so I would love to kind of get more involved in the community, I think. Um, in terms of what I'd like to learn. I don't know if I have a specific answer for that, but I just recently joined the marketing channel for make WordPress. So I've got them on Slack now. I haven't said anything in there yet, but <laughs> step by I'm step. in there too. <laughs> oh, okay, great. <laughs> so, so yeah, I want to try and contribute there. Um, yeah. And just really kind of learn how everything works so that I feel, so that I'm feeling more comfortable in it and that I can be, you know, get more involved down the line. Oh yeah, for more, sure. More. Well, reach out to me if you have any questions in marketing because I've been doing cool. a lot in there too. Which oh, is great. Awesome. Yeah, it is. I could spend my whole life just doing WordPress stuff. Sometimes I have to remember there's life outside of WordPress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think happy. That's good. It's right, right? And I don't yep. think Squarespace and Wix, they don't have communities like we have with WordPress. No, so. I mean, this is, yeah, it's something I had, I had no idea about. And once you learn about it, it's like, wow, okay, this is it's yeah. yeah, it really is for sure. Um, what's the biggest WordPress mistake you ever made and what did you learn from it? Um, that, let's go back to when I was making changes in a staging environment and the live site at the same time. <laughs> Um, and what did I learn about it to, to not do that anymore? <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that would be my biggest one. It was, I mean, it wasn't a huge deal because like I said, like we are right. a team of WordPress engineers. Right. So I had someone to call and be like, Hey, can you help? Um, <laughs> so that so that's, but that's twofold, right? So the great news is you had somebody that you could call and ask, Hey, can you guys fix this? The sad news is I work here and I had to call and ask them to fix it. <laughs> Yeah, it's always kind of like, I need to submit a support ticket, you know. 
you guys want me to email that in? Can I just do it over Slack? And they're like, no, send an email. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so they can keep it for posterity for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember yep. that time when Emily messed up? <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. We do the same thing over here. We're always, yep. you know. <laughs> it's, it's that's one of the fun things about slack and that's one of the drawbacks about slack is they're constantly having fun on it yes. and sometimes sometimes it's at my expense <laughs> yeah, exactly which fair, fair game fair game yeah. right exactly exactly it's all in good it's all good natured it's all it good is natured. yeah for sure. <laughs> so on the flip side what's your proudest wordpress moment um that would be so we did a big kind of whole site redesign this year and that was big for me because um uh i hadn't done a lot of site design you know i did that one site for myself but i wasn't that was before i had all of this um ux experience and copy experience and all this so that i don't count any of that um so so yeah it was kind of like emily why don't you just tackle this um see what you can do let's see what you come up with and and we'll go from there and so it was like Okay. And I, I, I like that kind of, you know, throw it on my plate, see what I can make out of it. And then hopefully it works out. I like the challenge. So, so, and it, and it worked out really well. So I did definitely got some help from, from Brad in terms of the initial design, but then taking that we use um, Elementor. So then taking that initial just homepage design that we worked out together and applying it to all the other pages on our site and getting the copy in there and making sure I have, all the services that we offer well understood and I can communicate it in an easily understandable way and, you know, make the website beautiful as well as functional and, and, and easy. So that was a big thing for me this year. That's exciting. Yeah, that is, general. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And no, all that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Well, congratulations. That's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> Very cool. If you weren't working in web and web technologies and doing what you do with marketing and content, um, what's another, unrelated um, career that you might like to attempt? Um, and I don't, well, you said might like to attempt, but I did attempt this one, so I don't okay. know if it still counts. But, um, sure. So, yeah, journalism. Um, I studied it in undergrad, um, and I really enjoyed it, uh, and worked at a newspaper up in upstate New York for a year, and loved it. However, um, it was, a lot of stress, a lot of work, um, not great pay, um, kind of on call all the time. I, I, it was a lot of fun, but at the same time, I didn't see the longe longevity of it for me mm -hmm. personally. So that's when I traveled and did all that. And then I decided to go back to school. I got a master's in um, digital marketing and went mm -hmm. took this route. So, but I, I still love it. I think it's a super important job for us to have in the world. Um, I love newspapers, which also is kind of um, a dying uh, profession, newspaper journalism. Um, so, so yeah, so yeah, I don't see myself getting back into that specifically, but, but, you enjoy but I love it. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's very cool. Doing things like this, um, like interviewing people and, and getting mm -hmm. to know people in the community, all that kind of stuff was a big part of it as well. Cause it was a small, it was up in the Adirondacks. So it was a small town newspaper, that kind of thing. Okay. I'm from Rochester, New York. Which paper was it? Ah, it was the Adirondack Daily News, uh, oh, based in cool. Saranac Lake. Yeah, so I, I oh, lived in Lake Placid, um, and the newspaper is based in Saranac Lake. Yeah, I was just up in Lake Placid last year. It's beautiful. Oh, it's my there. gosh. I wish it's like I loved it there so much, and living there for a year, going through the winter and everything was, was nice. Um, well, I don't know if nice is the word, but <laughs> was an experience, and, <laughs> and I loved it. But, 
and I'd love to go back, but it's so, it's so out of the way, you know, getting up to that, unless you live in that region, getting to that area, it's just, it's, you have to like really get there. You have to (laughs) plan it out. People have no idea how big New York State is because it looks small on a map, but to get from Rochester to like Saranac Lake is about four and a half, five hours. Oh yeah. It's, so. I mean, it's far from everything. Like just yeah. to get to the highway from Saranac, it's two hours just to get out of the yeah. park. So yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> crazy. It's huge, huge. Yeah. What's something on your bucket list? Um, this, I saw an interview recently. I can't remember who it was. Uh, I think it was like Kevin Hart or something like that, but it was on the Today Show. And he said, what did he say? He said, I don't like to help death out. So, <laughs> so I don't have a bucket list. Because <laughs> as you check things off, then, then what, you know? <laughs> I, actually, I actually call mine my living list. There you so, go. That's enough. That's a better way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. So. But nobody knows what you're, what you're talking about when you ask it that way. Yeah, so, okay. So what's something on your living list then? Um, is something I you'd like know. to do. I mean, I think I try to live life by kind of getting things done that I want to do. So mm-hmm. I just try to keep my life as interesting as possible. Now that's slowed down a bit now that I've had, now that I have kids for sure. Um, yeah. But you know, I wanted to travel all the time. So I did the, that website for Central America. I wanted to, you know, check out Barcelona, see what it's like. I ended up spending six years there and like, I really loved it there. So I don't think I really have a list, but just to make sure that I keep that going as much as possible. You know, now that we have kids, it's more like, okay, let's make sure we're making the most out of our weekends, going camping, doing that kind of thing and and not sitting, sitting on the sofa all the time or something, you know, just making sure that I'm keeping active and doing the things that I want to do and not, not writing them on a list and not doing them, I guess. That's great. I love that. Yeah. And I thought you were going to say a Pulitzer, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like to keep my expectations really low at the same time. So. I know. When I was in high school, I wanted to be a Broadway star. Yeah, I thought, you know, because I could sing, but I never took dance lessons. I don't know how I thought I was going to be on Broadway <laughs> with, with no ability to dance at five foot tall. Um, so I guess I'm never going to have a Tony Award, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Now. <laughs> You've come to terms. You've come to terms with it. Exactly. But that doesn't mean it's not still a possibility out there in some some uh, dimension or (laughs) alternate reality (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that other michelle she can dance her shoes off (laughs) right exactly (laughs) tell us or show us a hidden talent that you have um so for this one i was gonna say i can speak catalan so i already said it Um, but but yeah so it's it's very similar to well i don't want to say that my head's gonna kill me um it's not similar to spanish at all it's its own language completely 100 percent um and and it is uh it's a latin language though so the structure is really similar so if you speak spanish or french or italian or portuguese you can learn it easier i would say um but you still have to learn the vocabulary um but parts of it sound sometimes it sounds sort of italian to people sometimes it has like a french flair um but so how how would you introduce yourself then in catalan um i would say mdk emily so that's uh like me amo emily I, my name is emily um i i could say like so to say i'm emily i'm uh 33 yeah 33 years old and i'm from ohio i'd say hola mdk emily think 33 años y soy de ohio okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like Spanish, actually. No, no. <laughs> you're right. It's, not, it, it's like 
hmm, it sounds like it could be Italian. It sounds like it could be Spanish. You're right. Yeah. Maybe it's Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the funny thing with living in Barcelona is nobody there ever expects an American, especially to speak Catalan, like maybe Spanish. Okay. But never Catalan. Yeah. So whenever I was, when I, at the jobs I was working at there, they were tech companies. So they had a lot of international, you know, people there. Um, but when I would work with some of the local employees or team members there, they would always be so surprised that I spoke Catalan. And I, the accent I have comes from my husband's hometown. So they'd be like, you sound like you're from, uh, from Igualada or something. I'm like, no, 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 but that's where my husband's from. So my accent sounds like it's from there. <laughs> my Spanish, on the other hand, I sound like an American 100%, but... <laughs> Yeah. But at least you can at least you can order food and ask where the yeah. bathroom is. Yeah. <laughs> the important a little, things. Yep. A little a little more than that probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Tell us how we can find you. So where are you on social media? Where's your website? So yeah, I hide a lot behind my company. So That's fine. <laughs> so so yeah, give us those details. Yep. Yeah. So uh it's go WP support is our Twitter handle. Um and that's that's me uh, for the most part. And the same thing with Facebook and all of that. I do have Twitter. I, uh, it's Emily Hunkler. Um, I don't use it a lot because the time I devote to Twitter is mostly for, for work. So, work, yeah. and I like to do that and I have more people interacting with me there anyway. So it's a more happen in place to be than Emily Hunkler's Twitter account. Um, <laughs> so that's fun. And then, um, we, we have Facebook too. Uh, but Twitter's a big one. Like, like we were saying earlier. And your website is gowp.com? Oh, yeah. Gowp.com is the website. Yep. That's nice. It's nice when you can actually have a website with four letters. That doesn't come really by, nice. you don't come by that very often. No, no you don't. <laughs> and then we have to add a bunch of stuff. Yeah. With like the, the Google My Business thing, it was saying, you know, put in your, your short name and we put it in gowp and they're like, it has to have more than four letters. And we're like, what? Like, I thought it was supposed to be a short name. So. But it doesn't. <laughs> and that is our only name. So come on, you know. <laughs> I can't make it longer. I can't make yeah, it shorter. Exactly. That's what it is. Oh, how funny. <laughs> so before I let you go, I do want to ask, because you are somebody who's running a Twitter account for a business, how much do you love the person who's behind the Wendy's account? Are you familiar oh gosh, with that? so great. Isn't that fantastic? It yeah, is. I, love that. I really do. Uh-huh. And every time I see it, I'm like, okay, they got another good one. <laughs> My favorite one was when um, Chick-fil-A posted – is there anything better than our spicy chicken sandwich on a Friday night? And Wendy's responded, our spicy chicken on a Sunday afternoon. I wouldn't, I mean, who, it's gotta be one person, right? Because they can't be is. two people that have that personality and that kind of humor. <laughs> they, uh, they, there was an article about her last year when it went, when that um, oh, went so viral. Okay. Yeah. So it is, oh. it is a woman. Yeah. She is just, but do you ever, now, I know you never would be with, with your, but do you ever just wish you could let that snarky side out and just be like hilariously funny snarky? Yeah, for sure. But it's, it's such a talent though, like to be able yeah. to do that and not offend anyone. I mean, I think obviously like maybe it's offensive to Chick, but I don't think it's even that offensive to Chick-fil-A, you know, because now right. that's who they are. Like they've, they've right. established that voice and like, yeah. and it's okay now. It's like, okay, yeah. fair enough. You know, all right, you got it. But. <laughs> When I'm tweeting for WP Coffee Talk and I find these coffee memes and tea memes and things like that, I look at every one of them and think, am I going to offend somebody in Brazil? Am I going to offend somebody in India? I'm trying to keep it really 
as neutral as possible and still be humorous and still have mm-hmm. fun with it without like breaking any social norms and cultural norms anyplace else. Yeah. Because I just want to make sure that well, I'm I think not. that's really responsible of you to be thinking that way because and and social yeah. media, you know, you don't get that a lot, but yeah. And, but when you're doing it for a brand, you have to think of those things and you have to, yeah. especially when you're using GIFs and all of that, like, yeah, you have yeah. to consider it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, um, but it is a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. For sure. <laughs> Well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for spending time with us and uh, look forward to seeing you at WordCamp US, if not at someplace else, I hope, yeah, um, definitely. along the way. So uh, I think that's the only one I'm traveling very far for. I'll be in uh, Ottawa and I'll be in Montreal and I'll be in Niagara. Apparently I'm really big. I like to say I'm really big in Canada. I'm doing four WordCamps in Canada this year. Wow. That's awesome though. That's yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they're and then, fun events too. So it's yeah, fun. for sure. For sure. So I'm in, in the car tomorrow morning heading to Canada. So that'll be fun. How long of a drive is that? It's about five, six hours for me. Okay. So that's about my limit for a one day drive, but yeah, that's good. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> anyway. Awesome. Well, that's good. Well, Thank you so much. It's been really yeah. nice talking to you too. It's been fun. Yeah, for sure. I look forward to catching up with you soon. Yep. See you soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.